What's up, guys? This is Todd Duffy here. I'm here with my co-host, Joshua Oppenheimer. We're here to bring you the Real American Podcast. Josh, what do you want to tell them about it? We're excited. I'm I'm really excited. Like It just hit me. This is going down. I've been Todd's training partner for the last five years. And how long have you been talking about it? We've been talking about it for at least three, right? At least three for a long time. So this is exciting yeah. to finally is coming together. Came together here in Santa Cruz. We're hanging out in Santa Cruz. I'm busy living trying to get the my... dream. Yeah, we're living you. the dream. I'm Absolutely. getting my fight career back in line. Starting back. my fight career. Joshua is a amateur pro fighter about to make his pro debut. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty Joshua, excited. tell him what you're going to do with your money. I am donating all my money to charity for mental health in America. So what that's about is exactly what we're doing in this podcast. We want to do more than just bring you my experiences or Joshua's experience. We want to bring you real American experiences. We're trying to change the culture of America. We're trying to take it back and be of service it's not about what america is going to give us but like how can we give back to it and we, showcase other people that are givers we want to spotlight innovators pioneers college professors we want to spotlight the people that are out there influencing culture creating the future farmers ranchers blue collar workers people out there that are doing those jobs seldom the celebrated america. the real america from top to bottom sideways all the way up and down we want to talk to people that are out there living their version of the American dream and see what that's like for them. So we've shot two podcasts thus far, Josh. I think they went pretty well. Yeah, one entrepreneur, one professional fighter. Liked them both. Excellent guys. We had great time with them. What did we do? We went we went paddleboarding. We took Pete paddleboarding for the first time ever. Paddleboarding Pete got up there. He's like between like the paddleboard and Jaws, and I am riding this paddleboard out. <laughs> Give me that wave. Oh my goodness, he was not getting in that water, dude. No, he was no, business. Rock solid focus. First time out there, he may have fell once, maybe, but I don't think so. He was out of the water so fast, he didn't even get wet. Yeah, he was just there, huh? Yeah, no, it was not happening. No chance, Jaws. So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to do this. I'm um, doing this. I want to I wanna give a chance to show myself to the public, show who I am as a person. And really, I just want to I want to connect with my community. Um, I'm here in Santa Cruz, one of the coolest cities in the world. Town, the I coolest suppose. city in the world. It might, yeah. Where's cooler than Santa Cruz? Man, I've been a lot of places, and I can't name a place. This is nowhere. It. It's a vortex. This it is the draws vortex. coolness to it. Yeah, it's unstoppable. We're right down the street from UC Santa Cruz. Kaijin. Kaijin MMA. Shout out to Kaijin. Garth Taylor. Yeah, I'm over in San Jose a few days a week training at AKA, hanging out in Santa Cruz when I'm not. Hitting up her boy, Ivy Strong. Ivy Strong in San Jose. Yeah. Absolutely. Me and, me, and, me and Josh have been hanging out with the Maces. We're uh, currently starting a Mace Club. Isik831. Shout out to Isik, giving us all the power knowledge on the Mace. Isik, a shout out to our sensei, of course. Absolutely. The newest martial arts to hit Santa Cruz. The Mace. Mace Club. Yeah, there it Absolutely. is. Um, Josh, people kind of know about me a little bit. They know I fight professionally. They don't know who you are. They know I you am have a, a Jewish Jewish in the last background. Name. That's they know it. you have a Jewish last name, though. <laughs> I am the it. gypsy Jew that Borat warned you about. Right. I grew up in southern Ohio slash eastern Kentucky. Been a hillbilly my whole life. Worked in the coal mine before I went to college. Got motivated and got on a Greyhound bus in Lexington and came out west to live my version of the American dream. Guys, Josh, Joshua inspires me. I think he's out here getting it. Um, he's out here in Santa Cruz trying to make his name, make his spot in 
in the greatest place in the country and the toughest. This is this is this, this is, is the where, spot. This is it. Northern California. Yeah. Five great right years out here. Five great years. Five. Twenty one amateur fights to my name. I'm a CrossFit coach, yoga instructor, a mace instructor, and an Josh outside salesman for a saying. startup. I'm definitely a gypsy. He's 100% a gypsy. Um, outside a- salesman for Life Aid Beverage Company. Shout out Life Aid. Fit Aid changed my life. I hope it changes yours. Well, I'm with you. I like Absolutely. Fit Aid. That was a good one. So, yeah, I'm a traveling gypsy, fighting fitness fanatic and enthusiast. And I'm here to make my life a bit better, and hopefully yours too. I mean, de- definitely, Josh. You, uh, I mean, we, we're here to connect with people more than anything. We want to build a community. We want to build positive light in our life. Find our role models, right? I'm here looking for good role models in my life. I'm, I'm 30. I'm going to be inspired. Absolutely. Yeah. I need people around. We've me. met inspiring people. Both Already, of our yeah. guests have been inspiring. Pete, tell me about Pete. Pete grew up California kid came up to santa cruz in the 90s when the internet was really hitting 1999 when we were busy in the midwest wow. panicking about y2k right i was in fifth grade Melt i just knew we had to buy more toilet paper that's <laughs> Guns, what mom needed and toilet yeah. paper we're gonna reload doing bullets but toilet paper is what we had but to pete have. was hopping on planes making stuff making stuff for the interwebs huh absolutely making it happen getting out there being an intellectual pirate that he is and aggressive Aggressive. Making some decisions, failing his way to success. Failing aggressively and always coming out on top, it sounded like to me. Absolutely. And we brought in Chopper Chai today. We went we went. What a great guy beach. Chopper Chai was. Dude. What a monster, right? He dwarfs me, Josh. Oh, huh? my goodness. It was so funny to see you look little. It, yeah. was, it was really funny for me. It felt good. It felt comforting. I felt at home, though, you know? Did you? Did you feel safe? I felt very safe, finally. Absolutely. Finally, I've been with looking for my Chai with us, nothing is going to happen. <laughs> so... Chopper Chai is a uh, glory kickboxer. He's fighting in the co-main event coming up this Friday in New Jersey. We're excited about that. We're about to bring you uh, our first release podcast, our second recorded. Um, this Wednesday or Thursday, we'll probably release Whenever it. Joe, the man on the computer, the mysterious man in the background, gets that shit done. Joe handling all our editing, all our noise, all our nasty noise, huh, Joe? Killing nasty. it. Gets it done. We got Brendan. He's helping us put this together. He's helping us procure guests. We're excited the to have power him. Power behind the throne, so to speak. Yeah, the man he's, on a mission. He's he's pushing this thing forward for us. Um, again, our big focus is we want we want to find the real Americans. We want to spotlight them. We want to show what it is to be an American in this day and age. We want to spotlight masculinity and what that is to be in this day and age. Like especially in America, we're young and we're growing up as men. And it's a different environment than what we're supposed to yeah. be in. Puskins has taken over the American male. <laughs> it wasn't a hundred years disease. ago, Josh, that we were. No, a hundred huh. years ago we were growing beards and fighting grizzly bears and stuff. And today they're catching Pokemon and wearing girls' jeans. And like right. somebody needs to show these kids there's a different way. They don't know about John Wayne. You know, they yeah. don't know about Leonard Skinner. You don't know about Pantera. They don't know what it is to rock. <laughs> And somebody's got to shake. Ow! Right? For sure. But these cats today, limp wrist, pale skin, inside, crooked neck, texting all day. We had a gentleman Men. at the beach the other day tell us he thought the theory or the reason behind all weakness came from the wrist, no? The that wrist. Was- you got a limp wrist. You're just a weak person. That's what he was saying. Starts with a handshake, huh? I believe him. He seemed confident in it. Josh- but I don't want that to take over America. I'm tired of it. I am tired of 
unmasculine men. So what you're saying is we're here to shape our future, shape our environment. Our and, future. And help help other people find role models, help other people. Become inspired. Yeah. Become more than you think you are. To That's create what your Chai helped us do today. Yeah. He's inspiring, man. There's no Puskins floating around Chopper Chai. He's safe. That disease is not going to get him. Chopper Chai is getting it, man. Oh, and if you don't know what Puskins disease is, you might have it. <laughs> Ask uh, one of your friends. Josh, honestly, my mom's texting me, so... I mean, we've been shooting all day, man. Let's get off here, Todd. Let's get off here. But it's been fun. People um, that don't know me, you'll get to know me. If you don't like me, I hope so. Todd, what's coming up this week? Chopper Chai, we got Trent, Chopper New Chai. Jersey. Tell me real quick about how our day went, Josh. You hung out with Chopper. You met Chopper the first time. I've first been training with Chopper, Chopper for mm, two, three months now. This is the second or third fight I've got to watch him walk into. He is fearless he has such confidence i haven't seen that in most training rooms i really haven't and this man towers over people and he brings the confidence yeah, what do you think of that athletic giant i mean the confidence is rightly so i see a technical monster perform he's skilled he's athletic he's massive he's quick he's fast he's, he's scary he's coming with a shark attack for rico verhoeven one of the most charming individuals i've ever met he is funny he is fun he livens up the room and from the mace work to the yoga to going out to eat to just hanging his out. His kicking Santa game Cruz. is impressive, but you didn't see his kicks. Oh, yeah, but personality. He's riding wise, spinners, man. He's the man. Oh, he's the greatest. He's the man. So we're excited I can't wait to here. hang out with him again. Yeah, we want to bring him back on. We're excited here to spotlight Chopper Chai as he walks into his Friday night fight. And as he becomes event. an American, he told us today he wants to become an American citizen. He's an American pioneer, is what I heard today. He's Josh. an American spirit. That's what America is all about. Coming over here bringing your talent, showcasing it, and making America a little bit better. Chopper Chai is bringing some serious talent to the country. And we're excited to bring you Chopper Chai, guys. Sit down, listen to him. He's got nothing but positiveness to bring to the table, and he's definitely doing big things out there. Thank you guys for listening, and we're excited for this this venture. What are we doing, Josh? What, is he, what do you call this? Real American. We're, we're going to show Todd you the Duffy real American. With Todd Joshua Oppenheimer. That's All what right. it is. That's what we're going to do. I'm a real American. Yeah. All right. Fight for the right. Okay. I feel it. Everyone. I feel it. That sounds like Woo! a good name. Absolutely. I hope America likes it. You know, we're happy to be here in Santa Cruz in America. So it's we're it's amazing. Absolutely. Guys, we're excited for this experience. I hope you are too. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here in sunny Santa Cruz, California with my co-host Joshua Oppenheimer. Thanks, Todd. And our special guest, Chopper Chai Lewis, who is fighting this Friday in Atlantic City in the co-main event against who, Chopper Chai? Tell us who the bum is. Against Ronald McDonald. Oh, Ronald McDonald. Anthony McDonald. Sorry. Anthony. Sorry. So, Chopper Chai, you're my friend, you're my teammate, you're my training partner, and you're fighting this Friday. Tell us what you're feeling, tell us what you're thinking. We just hung out in sunny Santa Cruz. Tell us about that first. We did. We had a, a fantastic time in Santa Cruz. First time being here. Um, got to get some beach play in. Did some yoga. Did yeah, some yoga for the first time, time right? Got yoga? taken. Nice. My yoga virginity. But yeah, Excellent it was nice. Down, down. You know, we, uh, it's very, very um, seldom do you get to, to mix sunshine, yoga, and um martial random arts. yeah martial arts and, and random um dead sea beast carcasses what was that thing <laughs> was that Mate, the Loch Ness honestly, monster i have no idea it had to be a sea lion 
Is that what it was? It was big. It was a big mound. Like somebody obviously tried to cover it over. Yeah. And their head was exposed. uh, So therefore that that decayed the most. Absolutely. But it was still flesh. I mean, we got a couple of rocks and we was digging at it to see what it was. And it had fur. (laughs) Whatever it was, it had fur. Yeah. But it was big. It was just big. It smelled great. I didn't catch it because I was like, I wasn't downwind. Down yeah, yeah, I got it once. No. Yeah, it was about ready to blow up. I think it was it was ready. It to was explode. still yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's still quite gastric, wasn't it? So yeah. it can't have been dead that long. Yeah. Like, I mean, enough for its face to have eroded. I'm away. glad that I stayed and flirted with the girls on the beach. I missed out on that <laughs> yeah, experience. I'm right with it. So, Chop, this is your first time in Santa Cruz. You've been talking a lot about the ladies. What do you think the ladies in Santa Cruz? Oh. I haven't seen many in Santa Cruz to be honest. Oh. Oh no! Wait, we did see one. We, we did, did see, see one. one. We did, we did see, see one, one with the marvelous Bianca. Was it Bianca? I believe was that, so. that was her name. That was her name, wasn't it? B- yeah, she Bianca. was. Um, you know what? Josh displayed some um, some some real fiery tenacity, and he went after it. Chopper Chai will have you believing in yourself. Oh, he was in, Josh. <laughs> you were in there. The moment Chopper Chai said, "You know November what? November 12th? I think she likes you, Josh. Yeah. Beeline. I'm like Chopper's right. She does. He had more confidence. He could see the potential in me that I didn't see in myself. You know, mate. I. You know what? There was a tactic there. For sure. I moved to the other side of the coffee shop to watch where her, her line of sight was, and it was all him. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. So I had to say, "Go get it, man." Yeah, sure enough, she invited you to, to uh, well, she hoped to see you again. Hope to see me again at the bowling alley, Is right? that where she worked? The, yeah. yeah. Maybe the we need to go bowling alley. after this, eh? I feel like I'm a bowler. It's an American <laughs> sport. You guys are going to get her beat by her boyfriend. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful, fellas. Oh, God. Terrible. Terrible. But she definitely brightened up the day. She had a, she had a marvelous... Um, Personality. Bottom. Bottom? She had a nice sure. bottom. She definitely hit the squat rack. Yeah. She was no stranger to a little bit of work. She was getting into some Santa Cruz CrossFit for sure. I believed in her. Oh, yeah. Oh, we saw it, Josh. You she almost tripped really over the curb strong. to get to her. Absolutely. <laughs> you might have ran into the car. I'm not sure. What a delightful conversation it was. <laughs> I enjoyed watching. Yeah, it was. It was. It was um... Chopper, though, like if I have other things where I like need some motivation in my life, you know what I mean? Like, could I call you up to like get me stoked about it? You know what I mean? Chopper is the hype man. Hey, mate, do you know what? I just, I just, uh, I believe in myself more than anyone believes in me. So I, I, I just exert bones on that one. I just sure. exert, I resonate confidence. Chopper, you really do, man. Like I For see sure. you, I, I've been in a lot, a lot of gyms across America. I've been in a lot of kickboxing, boxing gyms, MMA gyms. I've seen it in the world, really. And you're saying you, Chopper's cool. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, Chopper is the coolest dude in the gym. He's so confident. He's so uh, cool. He's you, so man. collected. It's insane. Hair like, dudes, what do you? Shoes. Yeah, he's got it all. What do you attribute <laughs> that to? Like where... Where is that coming from? It's coming um, from an early age. When did when did it start? Because it wasn't day one, was it? Was you always the cool kid on the block? I was not. No, I wasn't always the cool kid, but I I was always the kid that really didn't give a shit what yeah. anyone thought. You know, <laughs> yeah. I never I've never cared what anybody thought because I was I was always <clears throat> sadly you know the area I grew up in at the time in which I started going to high school was quite racist. Yeah. So I was always, and you are colored. I'll just say exactly. It. I am England. a child of color in yeah. England. In England, I'm not exactly. even sure what you are to be honest. I was a, I was a, a I'm a mongrel. You're a mongrel? I'm a mongrel. I'm a yeah. you're a monster. You need a haircut really like I've got then if you're a mongrel. Yeah. Well, te- actually, my mum's mother, so my yeah. grandmother, was Jewish. 
Oh, nice. So technically, we we're are cousins. Brothers. Oh, yeah, we're, we're related. I'm cornered by the Jews, huh? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's Jewish entrapment. Jewish you know that's, why, that's why I instantly, like, we connected for sure. Yeah, nice. there you go. That's my okay. brother over there. Hey, and we have the same taste in ladies. We, hey, we do share that, that common... For sure. um, and the that, love for them. That common fancy. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love that me and Chopper I and suddenly all, I, I suddenly want to go bowling really badly. Really I, bad. I like yeah, bowling, bad. you know. I think we should go... Throw some balls, man. I mean, we'll hit this for like 10 more minutes. I guess we can <laughs> cut out. Yeah, then we're done. We'll cut I'm out. thinking bigger picture, trip to the motherland. Let's go to Israel. Hey, that could be a good one. The, the Wailing Wall. Oh, for sure. The we go to the Wailing wall. wall. There'll be a lot of talent there. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I'm sure. I'm never... real excited <laughs> to talk to us. <laughs> the beach of Tel Aviv. Yeah, I've never... I've never. I've the, the water's a crystal, though. I've heard that. For sure. And the but girls are from all over. The they girls are from all over. All over. However, they're all... They're covered all over. Oh, yeah. That's all right. More for the more more for the third eye to think about, right? For sure. Imagination going on. I love a good conversation. (laughs) (laughs) With the third eye. With the third eye. Or the third leg. Mm. Which one? (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Same old, same old. But back to Israeli ladies. I love that they served in the armed forces and like do their part. And still managed to be hot. You were talking about Helga last night and your love for Helga. I remember Helga, that. yeah. I love me some Helga. I love it's, some it's ladies cool. out there anymore. doing stuff. This lady in Germany. <laughs> oh, she was German, right? She yeah, was athletic, I was say, she wasn't lady. Israeli, was she? No, no. I don't think you got too many Helgas Yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't think there's too many Helgas anyway. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of Beths. All right, so who's the Helga you're going to be beating on this Friday? Tell us, tell, us, tell us about your weekend you got coming up. You're going to Atlantic City tomorrow? Yeah, I leave tomorrow. Um, it's actually in Trenton. I don't know. Is that new? Is that Atlantic City? My geography sucks. Mine's not too good either, and I've probably Trenton, been there. Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton, New it's Jersey. Near Philadelphia. I think it's border Philadelphia. Yeah, it's mm. it's not Atlantic City though. No, it's up north a little bit. I think it's closer to New York. Oh, it is. Where Atlantic City's down the coast a little oh, bit it, farther is, south. Is that south? Your yeah. fans might be more excited to be a little less jaded, seeing a little less fights. Be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, you know, I'm always about. Uh, uh, what are we going to find out right now? Yeah. See where it is. I know Mike Tyson had some fights in Trenton. Oh, he did? Yeah, for sure. So where is that? Trenton. You're going to cut down to New York after the and after tomorrow? There's Philadelphia. Are, are we far from New York? Cause, oh, no, we're not no, far, at, not all. far at all. I could get a, little, a little, little drive over there. For sure. Hit there for the day. Um, <clears throat> one, one fight. It's kind of in between New York and Philly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd love to go to the... Uh, is there anywhere we can find out the, the distance between Philly and Trenton? Because I'd love to go to the, the Rocky Steps, of course. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that'd be, that'd I, think, be, I think you'll have to. You may have fans. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. I've got to do that. Dun, got to get dun, a bloody dun, picture dun. with that. Um, what was I saying about Elga? Right, so yeah, so the weekend. You got one fight um, Friday night. You got two. Fight, you got three. One fight on Friday night. Sometimes you do tournaments. I don't know. I was this uh, three three minute rounds. Three three minute rounds. And um, twenty eight minutes is that it? That's it. You can jog that chopper, dude. Forty could, minutes by car. Uh, 40, that's easy. Twenty eight by tram. I'll yeah, just jump on the tram. I'll go to the. Good research, my friend. Good research. Shows on top of stuff. He is killing it right there with the information. You don't see him, you don't hear him, but he's getting things done. So you just knocked out somebody in July. I did. Somebody. Yes, we don't know who month. it was. It was Green. Mopped him up for three rounds and finished him the third, right? Finished the second. Second. Joe Green's grandson. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just a quick turnaround. You know, I was already on my 
my short vacay, like immediately after the fight, because I fought in Virginia. Mm -hmm. uh, my son lives in Northern Virginia, more DC area. So um, I just, I drove, it's like a four hour drive from uh, Norfolk to, uh, to Woodbridge. And I went and spent the week with him and it was like three days after the fight. My legs were all battered up from throwing so many kicks. Do you know what I mean? Hey, you're beating um, that body up. Catching knees. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm sit I was sitting in Starbucks with my son. He's playing with his little trains. And uh, I got the call to say, hey, we want you to fight again. Nice. I was originally meant to be fighting. My original opponent was the guy you saw just now that I lost to. Oh, yeah. So you're getting get the rematch. Nice. And he pulled out. Of course he did. I saw, I saw how that fight played out. He yeah, really got but lucky. he pulled out because he wasn't ready. Ah, no injury, not for a, no injury, nothing. He just, he just said, oh, I'm not ready. There's there's a conflict of schedules. It's like, well, you took the fight. Yeah. So anything that comes after the fight is a conflict of that schedule. But he pulled out the fight. So now what 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 is that? Is that like a a lack of virtue? You know what I mean? Like, why are you gonna put your your name on the line and say I'm gonna do this and then like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. I think the reality is there's fear in the man. Fear because he knew what was coming. He he knew I was a, a damaged opponent when we fought the first time. First time you fought him in a tournament, right? Yeah. After you, yeah, a vicious knockout. And if anybody, I mean, anybody that knows anything about Glory would know about that tournament. And if they watched his first fight versus my first fight, his first fight, he, he allegedly fought a guy who was thirty-three and zero. And when the guy turned up, you could see that guy ain't really fought before. It was a fabricated record. I mean, he, yeah. he kind of went down within like a minute. Of, took two leg kicks and the, guy, the fight was over. So that shows he didn't have a fight. And you saw my fight. Uh, I got tagged a couple of times, you know. It was actually a, a bit of a brawl. So, um, I mean, honestly, the fight looked back and forth until you gassed out, to be honest. I did, That's yeah. Exactly you know, I've only myself to blame. You know, um, he got the win. Well yeah. done. But Fate I, is what it is. Yeah, know. it is what it is. And the thing is, you know... I'm glad I lost because it let me realize my strengths and my weaknesses. And I was just too big. You know, right. I prided myself on being this big muscle bound guy. Yeah. You were just massive. hit really hard. Yeah. And it was just, it was uh, counterproductive. So I've lost a lot of the weight now. I lost yeah. 50 pounds since being here. I was 280 back in uh, March oh, when really? I first got here for, for Is DC. Is food different here? What's going on? No, oh, from I, DC. I was doing, I was, when I got here for DC, but I was doing no cardio. I was working Pumping out for the iron, WWE. Right? Yeah. So oh. I was just lifting heavy. Were you going to go big time? I was going to go big oh, time. Oh, brother. I think, he's, I think you're too good of a kickboxer. <laughs> we don't want to lose you, though, Chopper. I, was... I want to see, see your arc in kickboxing first. Like, Man. He could I, do them both. Both at the same time. I well, think the thing is, you know, I, I discovered was um, that I could have gone to the WWE and they were very keen on me. You know, I, I, I met with, uh, with Triple H back in London and it was like, oh, man, this is fucking... Hunter Hearst Helmsley yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean this, is, the man. this guy's a legend yeah so I'm meeting him and I'm like I'm so much bigger than him like wow. and he looked big on yeah he looks on massive. camera he looks huge oh, I mean sure. sure he's got a great physique but I'm thinking fuck it. so this is I could legitimately be a big guy on screen right yeah you sure. are a big guy because I always thought screen. I wasn't big and I, I had to be like uh, Kane or or um, Big the Show big or show. something yeah. to really look big yeah but I'm standing next to do you remember Prince Albert yeah. Yeah. So he's now the 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 coach. He's the development coach for these guys. Nice. So I meet him too, and we're the same height. I'm thinking, but that guy was listed as like seven foot one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's big. He's a big dude, but there was no real big difference between <laughs> the two of us. So it, it it showed that the reality of it is, I could come across as this monster on screen. You know. Yeah. Um. 
Did but, you think about a character for that? I was going to be the Chopper Don. You're just going to be you yourself. You are the me, Chopper man. Don. What do you Absolutely. mean? Exactly. It's going to be myself. I was just going to be me. You were made what for the WWE, work. man. I was just going to be... Because you know what? People always see through what is um, fake. And when you try too hard, it's fake. People That's true. Through it. That's true. So I just... Me, it's a character, but it's just me saying you know what fuck it i'm gonna say what i want to say get in where you, you like it in. or you don't like it and yeah. that's the reality is so you you were in the development league for wrestling you were in the development league for the nba right yeah you were in, in the nba at one point. so talk to us about that because <laughs> you were busy creating a character but now you've really found your your spot in kickboxing but talk to us about basketball that was your first love right yeah basketball. mine too it's all right basketball was uh was my childhood passion nice when i first the first Before you learned what it is to be a man, right? Is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I was too rough for basketball. They didn't yeah. like me in the post. Yeah. Nice. They didn't want to get hit by them bows. <laughs> Just <laughs> bullying folks, huh? How Not, many games did you make it through without a technical? None. Oh, Do you know what? Come Do you know on. the only time I used to... <laughs> <laughs> Don't bullshit to us. No, but you know what? It, it was... I found... I learned to play the game. There was There's two games in basketball going on at the same time. There's the game with the other players and there's the game with the referees. So the referees, <laughs> the referees, if they don't like you, you're getting a travel call everything. They goad you. Yeah. They're baiting you to say something yeah. so they can give you a tea, right? So I just, I'm always, I respect those guys, but there were some of them that were just dicks. But you look like sure. a dick chopper, so they don't like you. Come uh, on. You know, Why chopper look like a dick? He's a big, massive man. He's got stylish he's a, shoes. Uh, those guys guys are running around looking like at his knees. I don't like looking Are at you knees. freaking Todd out a little bit? Because he's used to being the biggest oh, guy in the massive. room. massive. Chopper, guys, listen. That's Chopper dwarfs me. He looks, what, 20 pounds bigger than me? At is least that, a head taller. That's got to be weird for you a little bit. Not weird, but it's, it's something it's something to get used to. I like yeah. it, personally. It makes it takes it all off me. So, yeah, Chopper, come, <laughs> let's hang out. Bro. Let's go to the club. <laughs> no, but you, you, you got the, the muscles still, though. They, you know, yeah. I've lost a lot of weight. I've kind of lost a lot of muscle with it. But I feel better. Yeah, you look you look peaked. You look I, like you're just gonna blow away at two thirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, I'm. I feel this is the best I've felt because I don't feel like I'm gonna gas ever. Yeah. I can do five minute rounds all day long, and I just feel fine. You know, so quick. Yeah, I, I mean, very, very yeah, quick you look quick. Sharp. You look really sharp. sharp for sure. Very sharp. Good boxing. I've seen it. I felt it. Um, well, how are you? How are you? How do you see this fight playing out this weekend? Uh, who, who are you fighting? So you got some random guy. So I've got a guy so, named Anthony McDonald. So like the, the guy McDonald. ran away from you. Not related he's, to Ronald. Nothing's going to happen nothing, with my I Big Mac no, prices. Like only, it's going to stay the same. The only thing, the only relation he has to Ronald, I, I believe, is that he, what he does is comical. That's true. That's about it. He is a clown. <laughs> so you've seen your opponent fight before. So you watch film. Yeah, so he's, 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 a, he's an MMA guy. So this is his debut. I, it says he's done a bunch of kickboxing, but I can't find any kickboxing. In this day and age... Everyone's fights are online. Yeah, Especially, I mean, McDonald's been a long time ago. fights are online now. So yeah, so uh, he's um his his MMA fights the the most recent I could find was like a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um, he seems to be a lot a lot bigger in weight than that, than than those fights. Where is he fight. training? Did he go to Holland or Thailand to prep for you? Like you, it's a big difference. Are they having trouble between. finding heavyweight kickboxers in America? Yeah, no that doubt is a about problem. it. Heroic yeah. kickboxers of quality or of quality. Yeah. So he actually, I can't, you know, I can't even, as much as I like talking smack about people, I can't talk smack about this guy because he stepped up. He, he said, I'm going to do weeks. it. 
Two yeah. weeks notice. Two weeks notice. Chopper chopper chopper. I'm thinking exactly. about that chopper. I'm like, eh. <laughs> like what was he doing? That's what I want to know. Was Just, he in Holland? Was he in Thailand? Because you're not getting nah, a lot of good work. He's been sitting at home with the wife and kids, thinking about getting back after it. And the phone call came through, and he's like, "Yeah." And let's this, do it. I think he is spot on right there. To be honest, he's like, "Let's do this." And this is an opportunity for him because it looks like he might be a new dad. Uh huh. And he's kind of big, you know. He's got yeah. that dad body. He's got the dad bod. Yeah, which he's, got, he's got a new he's baby. Dad bod. But this is, you know what? That's a dangerous man, though. He's got a new child. He's got something yeah, to fight exactly. for. But then it's like the same with the last guy. Yeah, Bill's he had a new pay. child. He had the dad bod. It's a lot, a lot yeah. of stress. He thought he I was need. overhyped, and and the reality is, I'm 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 everything that the hype suggests. No, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen in the gym. I've felt it. He is he's the real deal. He's he, you're, I mean, so you're from London, England, right? Yeah, from London. In London. Yeah, I grew up in London. Where did you start training at in London? Um, was that your first? I uh, started, no, do you know what? So when I first started, my first real, when we're talking about MMA, striking, grappling, everything, um, was my coach at the time, uh, Danny, Danny Brennan. Uh-huh. And um, we used to work together as, as bouncers in a club. Oh, really? So you guys were just beating up people on the streets first for fun? No, nah, not even. Not <laughs> even. <laughs> Not even. Just talking so, about smack. <laughs> All right, that's how. No, you, so that's how you what, got the talking skills, though, right? What was what a talk? Did Danny I've have a mullet? Chopper, I've I've I was watching you talk shit to that guy while you were punching him in the face. It was rude. It was I've, lovely, though. I've, I've always been a bit of a, a smart mouth. Do you know what I mean? I've always had it in me. I used to do it on the court because you know when you when you're in the post, big guys want to start. And I used to nudge him with little elbows just to get under their skin. I used to talk smack, try and get them to foul me. Yeah, send me to the line. Diabolical. So, diabolical. Yeah, technical diabolical. You got to do what you got to do, brother. So, brother, <laughs> you're in London doing the whole roadhouse thing, right? <laughs> you're Road, bouncing it Dalton. up. Dalton. I was Dalton. Be nice till it's time not to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Be nice. Walk, walk it outside. So, after like you fought that guy and killed the dude behind the polar bear and everything and got through that mess, you got into MMA. Yeah. For sure. Well, like I said, uh, going back to to my um, coach, uh, he was a, a seasoned MMA fighter, and uh-huh. uh, in the UK, sort of like you know when it was very underground still, like around around the sort of time you know the, maybe like UFC twenty or something like that, like okay. real, real early on in the yeah. in the development, and um, it was more valet tudo then than it was mixed martial arts. So, um, and is there a lot of grappling in England? You guys got a lot of uh, wrestling going not on. Really, What's that to, like to be honest with you, not really. He he was a very um, self-taught submission Western submission wrestling practitioner. So he got right. the DVDs Catches, out. Catch he he got he got stuff. the Japanese manuals out, and he, he learned the, it like a man in his garage. The Militich yeah. catches catch can. That's how I did it too. Absolutely. I feel you. Okay. So he's yeah. So he's very good. He's very good considering where we're from. You know. Yeah. Now he had to make it, make it on his own. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he did. He did a good job, you know? And um, uh, I used to train with him before work. So we'd go an hour. We'd rent a studio in, in a university. Uh-huh. Lay the mats out ourselves. And he would start teaching me stuff. So I, literally, he was my trainer. I didn't go to other gyms and use other coaches. We went to our little stable was called The Beatbox. It's, it's still a gym in uh, Surrey, which is just outside of London, outskirts of London, about 35, 40 miles out. And um, it's still a functioning gym. I'm still very close with the with the owners there. Um, really supportive, great guys, you know. Um, and it's very small. It's a very, very small gym, but it's a very uh, friendly gym. Yeah. So we used to use the facility, go out there. They, they kind of Yeah, yeah. So we'd, we'd just use the, the the weights there. We'd train there. We started to build uh, an interest in, in MMA and kickboxing and boxing. 
So I would teach boxing classes, I teach kickboxing there. And it's perfect because eventually I moved there with my partner and my son at the time. And um, uh, it, was a, it was a good beginning to my to my journey you know? so you've talked about being a, like you had an mma for an mma coach for a striking coach at the beginning I and mean, you have great fundamentals you're a great technical kickboxer well, what is the difference to you between mma striking and because you've been in there with the best some of the best mma strikers mm-hmm. had heavyweight you've been in there with me my, my boy kane dc yeah. you've seen some of the best mm-hmm. and then you've also been in the best with some of the best kickboxers what is the main difference you see and is it really that drastic past the rule set what do you think um, I think uh, when you get, I mean, Europe has a lot more um, thoroughbred strikers. Purebreds, yeah. You guys yeah. are monsters over there. Do you I know. know what I mean? Because we don't have that, uh, the distraction of wrestling, or we didn't. We right. do now. You're starting to see it's becoming a little bit more MMA striking, whereas we had kickboxing or, or traditional martial arts, taekwondo, and that was the more crossover. pure striking. Yeah, pure striking, boxing. So we had more time. You know, when you guys over here have collegiate wrestling and amateur wrestling, yeah. um, that will take away from your striking. And a lot of people right. do that first. Yeah. You know? So you're focused on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I think it's more acceptable socially for you to hit somebody over there than it is here too, maybe. I think Everything's a lot so- more hands-on. Yeah, I think you guys, guys might be guns. Like, you have no guns. Yeah, we don't. Huh? Yeah, we have knives. So Good you're knives. a weapon Everything in your country. Is there a, lot more, is there you're a, a real lot more knifings there? Oh, oh, sorry. Did there a lot more knifings there? Like, there are oh. like mass knifings where people people get, get stabbed up every crowd? day, mate. Like, yeah, you go to a pub. Are these like special you might get salt stabbed. knives? Are these special like, salt, salt knives? knives. That are designed no, like that to crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you hear. This is only the stories you hear of, but you know there was there's there's. There's countless cases where people are uh, getting um, stabbed outside of clubs, and and you see the wow. CCTV footage gets released, and you see people a group you, fight in the street, and then someone just gets chived up. You but know? you guys are so man. drunk, it's like liable to happen. Oh, and then there's you guys blood's get busy. all thin from the booze. Yeah, you're so just you're just squirting fast, man. We have a very <laughs> a very big binge drinking culture. It's really? awesome to watch. Oh, it's huge. Is it because the lack of sunshine? Maybe. <laughs> you guys are just like that shitty might, outside, we'll sit in this pub and just get pissed. That might, well, yeah, that's the thing is, on a Saturday, you go on a Saturday, you go to the pub, Yeah, people are sitting there drinking from 11, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You know? Um, well, I'm from Appalachia. I'm from mountains, like coal country. And if you're not at work, there's a case of bush light somewhere in your truck or on your person. Yeah. And you are drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All of it. Almost yourself. by law. Almost yeah. by law we're from. You need yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, you have to. You because it's just get back but, then that's, but then that's partially because there is no other distraction. Yes. Whereas in the UK, especially if you're from London, there's, there's tons to there's do. There's so oh, much to busy, do. Busy but they city, choose man. to do that. Exactly. They're not rednecks. Exactly. They choose. They this. are choosing to live that lifestyle. That's They're true. That's pure life awesome. degenerate. I and like that, that for me is just you're setting yourself up for a life of failure. And smoking cigarettes. Lots of cigarettes. Oh, fuck. So I can't stand. How many cigarettes have you smacked out of gentlemen's mouths when you're doing the roadhouse bid? No, it's it's always been bottles because people don't want it. You don't have to leave the venue with the glass. Right, yeah. So usually they're walking out and they're like, I've paid for this. It's like, well, drink it on the inside. They don't want it. They want to take it with them because they feel like they have that right since they paid for it. the man, yeah, yeah. They've paid the extortionate prices that we we charge (laughs) for alcohol in the UK. But they didn't finish it, so they're cheap. Yeah, so it's like, I'm taking it with me. Or they'll try and hide it in their belt line, you know. Classy. Yeah, kind of like when you Classy. get an erection in public, you know, you hide it. <laughs> I, I was that guy. What's mine is mine, you know. With erection in public? No. Not that guy. I've been that guy. You've been that guy. Right up into the waistband. Oh, you got like it. Fourth yeah. grade. 
so, so you're going to beat this guy up Friday. Let me ask you this. You're going to beat this guy up Friday. Absolute Who do you want to fight out there? Who do you deserve to fight? That's what I want to know. Well, I, I personally want, you know, a shot at the gold. Because yeah. the reality is this. <clears throat> I'm not delusional. Nor do I um, have a false sense of belief in, in my abilities or, or, or um, my, my direction. Mm-hmm. I just know that I could beat the guy who holds the belt. Yeah. And we know that guy is Rico Verhoeven. I know on any given day, anyone can have their, their time. Absolutely. And I'm confident. I'm that confident in my power and my, my, um, my skill set. That I believe if I touch him, I'll take his belt away from him. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Have, so, have you called him? Have you called him? And oh, like, we've, had, we've, had, do this. we've had very uh, um, pleasant conversations via Absolutely. social media. Nice. You could probably um, hit him up on Facebook and talk to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. we, we hit each other Instagram. up. He's down. He's down for the fight. He knows. What's he knows he's down for coming? the fight. The What's whole, the hold up is this. Look, there are guys in line that have like Anderson Braddock Silva. You know, he's he's fighting for the title on the same card. Yeah. Um who seasoned veterans have fought some of the, the legends of the sport who uh, in deserve the, they deserve a shot more than I do. So I'm happy to wait my turn and I'll keep picking people off. But I think now I'm at a point where I hold so much weight um, in terms of promotion for the fight. It only makes sense that I get it because Absolutely. I bring I bring eyes to the sport. People want to see it. Absolutely. I want to see it. Yeah, and, and but you know what? There is no, and I can say this safely and confidently, there is no one in this heavyweight division that is entertaining like me. Nobody. No one talks. No one gets the 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 promotion aspect of the sport. They just I train hard. I turn up. I fight. I go home. I yeah, but Chap, you're also going out there to finish. I would. I just so, watched oh, you. Of course. Like you were in that you're tournament. You were willing to still sell out. You weren't worried about. He's not just a fighter. He's an entertainer. Yeah, man. you're an entertainer for sure. The whole package. That's, that's what I always say. I say I'm an entertainer who just so happens to know how to fight. Brother, are you inspired by anybody out there? Yeah. Like, who, has anybody like fighters. turned you on fighters? Um, well, I mean, I've, I've, I take inspiration. I don't take inspiration from you. <laughs> How? Don't let him steal your shine. Don't let I don't even. I don't even know why I gave him a mention. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I have a, a, a little sidekick sitting, um, sitting on the couch here, wearing his. He is pretty in shirt. pink. He's pretty in pink. He's pretty in pink. He's got um, his nails done nice. Yeah. He thinks he's Chuck Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've, you know, over the years, yeah, I've taken inspiration from a lot of different characters, um, especially wrestling. You know, every child, into any child that was into wrestling, is an adult that's into wrestling. Absolutely, right, of course, you know yeah. what I mean. You don't ever real. really get out of it because it really touches your yeah, soul. Of course, it's the realest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's totally real. It's a hundred percent real. Yeah, especially a. Hey, the attitude era for me, I miss that. Wow. I legitimately, you know, I wish The Rock, Farouk, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry would all get back and, and bring the nation of domination Rock back. Rocket. Imagine that. Could you wow. imagine that? What's it's that? coming. Nation it's of coming. Domination. It's coming, man. Are they going to do it? If we keep demanding it as oh, a well, public, it's got to be spoken into reality just now. Well, there you go. Yeah. The nation of Once the nation needs to come back. The nation of domination. You have been called out of retirement. The nation. You are needed. Of domination. We, we. You know what? It's become so PG now that it's not fun. 
it's fun for children, I guess, because it, everyone's wearing like... Not for us. No, it's not fun for us. The real, the originators, you know, the yeah. original fans. <laughs> for sure. Macho Man. We were talking about this Macho earlier. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. <laughs> what about Ric Flair? Oh, the nature boy. Woo! Woo! Absolutely. <laughs> Pimp slapping his way all over the place. He was the man. That little, that little walk he used to do. Long limousines with the finest clothes and the prettiest he women. He was very fly. I yeah. think he's still doing it in Atlanta, Slick Georgia Rick. today. Woo! Living in a hotel, killing it. Absolutely. Those guys. Yeah, but you, how could you be an athlete of any kind and not be inspired by these people? Because they are, they're showmen. Are you about to say something then? No, no, no. I'm with it. I'm with it. I surprisingly was. I thought it was fake and I was still inspired. Yeah, they're but they're getting it. That's when did saying. you realize it was real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is, is um, it's, it's so extravagant. And so um, it's, it's got an element of fancy to it, you know. Absolutely. With all the tassels and all the... the the glitter, especially what Macho Man used to Macho do. Macho Man, yeah. With the tassels on the, yeah. the pants and the and jackets. It was, it was kind of mesmerizing and they come out with these, I mean, he, what was he even talking about? Tie-dye suits and uh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all of that stuff. I mean, we're talking about, when I first started watching, it was Hogan. Yeah. Macho Man. Absolutely. Bret Hart was kind of new, but he was, you know, he was the, the pink the, and black. The new thing, yeah. He was, he was it. He had the pink visor and oh. he used to give to a fan in the, in the crowd before every match. And you really yeah, fall for his uh, stone cold for his charisma. I mean, he was stone Steve, cold. he was the ringmaster then. Yeah, yeah. he was just yeah. yeah. And he had he had the he almost had Hulk Hogan's hair. <laughs> that blonde bit with it, it was completely receded was, all the way to the back. The Hogan. Oh yeah, the scarlet so, baby. Let's talk about Glory because these are the new professional wrestlers. They're actually out there doing it. You guys are out there kickboxing to the death. Mm-hmm. I'm watching guys go to sleep on a regular basis every time they're out. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. How does it feel to be a part of that? How does it feel to be your pioneer in this sport, essentially? Still, to this day, you're carrying the flag. You're taking it home from, you know, some of the great Semi Schilt, some of these other guys. Like, you're you're now the next generation. How and does it feel is, to be a part of that? This is new in America, too. Yeah, you're like, seeing, this yeah. is a new sport for a lot of Americans, especially in the Midwest where wrestling does have its heart and its well, base. I Do you know what? The... It'd be um, ignorant of me to say that I am the pioneer um, uh, for for kickboxing, especially. And I know the, the promotion we're talking about with Glory, who I'm with. But um, like you said, Semi Shield, Peter Ertz. Uh, but I don't know. Hari. You seem a lot like a pioneer. You're, You're for sure an ambassador. You're for uh, yeah, sure an ambassador. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, yeah I'll an go with ambassador. I mean, you're paving the way, man. I wouldn't want to. I want to take away or show any disrespect in that in that um, sense because you know there are guys out there that have accomplished so much more, but again, they they don't hold the baton quite like I hold it. Just yeah. because no, but, you're taking yeah. it, you're taking another step further. You're and going. You get what my people want. <laughs> Entertain you understand it. you're coming from the same background we are inspired by the same folks yeah, man yeah but then that's the difference you know a lot of these guys i've trained with with a lot of these guys that i've mentioned and um you spend time with them and they don't quite get it that entertainment value it is literally i am a fighter that is all i have to offer i'm guilty of it that's that was a big Brother. part of my career that's all i wanted to do go. i wanted to hide i wanted to fight and then go hide under a rock come back fight some more I'm definitely going to But I'm down. I'm 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 so excited by all of the outside stuff. 
Obviously, I don't want to be burned out. Oh, you're alive, fight. man. Yeah. You're not just but a fighter. You're, you're definitely so much not a more. recluse. No, I'm, I'm like, least. give me as much media as you got. <laughs> yeah. Let's go crazy. Let's do, just send me a camera crew and let me just, just let me go. Yeah, and we'll do, do some stuff. And I'll help promote and, and push. You're trying to change culture and touch lives I think lives you can shoot that. independent people, films for sure, man. Oh, of course. But, great you know, ideas. People are, are not just entertained by how hard you hit. They're impressed by that. Yeah. But what really captivates people's attention is the personality. What's behind the man's Can eyes? Can they relate to you? Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. I could do what he does on a daily basis. That is just a skill that he's perfected. So therefore, he's good at it. Right. So I could technically do that. But when you, like you say, when you're a recluse, when you take yourself away and people can't really see into your Oh, they make their own assumptions soul. for sure. Yeah. 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 Then they build up this, you, you get built up to being what a celebrity used to be in the 80s. Yeah. A celebrity now, a we can DM. see everything. I could DM <laughs> Kim Kardashian right now on Instagram. Yeah. Because it's open. You and can do that. She might read it. There's she a chance. might read she it. Might be there. She, she might be there. And bored. Kanye might be in trouble. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, it's that available. They're that accessible. Whereas, you know, Michael Jackson was a true celebrity. You only ever he saw him. He was untouchable. Him. He's still untouchable almost. You, there's no one is ever like, I mean, Elvis. Yeah, you was, can't really touch him now. I yeah, think that's yeah. necrophilia or something weird. What's going on with that? I heard there was another, they reopened another court case on that or something. Carcasses on the beach. Oh. <laughs> that with Michael? You're like, we're going to look at this thing. We're going to dig oh, this thing up and look at it. <laughs> um, so... Let's, let's get back to kickboxing, though, because like, I got to know, who is your favorite kickboxer? I know it's a silly question, but people want to know, who did you grow up watching? Because there had to be wow. somebody. Somebody you walked away with. Was it, uh, was the, it the most, um, like my favorite to watch and I was inspired by was Ramon Deckers. Yes. Ramon Deckers. The exciting. Diamond Deckers. The Diamond Deckers. Can we Deckers. pull that up real quick? Ramon Joe? was, I was devastated when he What's, passed. Like, oh. devastated. And, you know, nowadays... Um, the older the older I've gotten, death is less um, shocking. It's right. all part of the you experience. Know, it's all part yeah. of yes. Yeah, you, you accept this is what we go through. It's yeah. going to happen to me. Yeah, it's less. But I was you a live bit and like, die today. Yeah, just because you know seeing the work that that guy put in was. Uh, but he lived his phenomenal. purpose. His purpose wasn't to be a coach. Man, his purpose was to be one of the greatest champions. Oh, ever. of course, of course, and he was. I mean, he was the first uh, non-tie. To go out there and, and and destroy the ties, you know. No, he did. He did. Yeah, he went there too. in, like you said, was the first. He was the first. So that that's the pioneer right there. You know, he set the he set the trend. But I think someone like that with with such accomplishment and such um, savagery when he fought, complete savagery. Oh, I'm so God. excited about this highlight. I've seen this same one, and you're still excited by it every yeah. time. Look at him staring him down. That just gives me just chills. Killer. Stone cold. He's not it's even killer, moving. Man. Still, he's just. Oh, I love it. His heart he, may not be beating. His mind in his head is um, uh, his mind in his head. Where yeah. else the fuck is his mind going to be? Do you know what I mean? No, <laughs> is that Core Hammers? It was that, that his uh, his coach Core Hammers. Uh, cool. Yeah, he was down in uh, Breda. That's yeah, right. So he's trained with Core. That was his guy. But he's um, yeah, he was a savage. There he is. There. Complete savagery. Just getting it. Look at that. When he up kicks that guy like right in the face, and his head just snaps back. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. Mm. This guy is like for sure has affected every kickboxer that's ever run across one of these videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. He just brought the power. But I heard, him. you know, that um, theory said that whenever he used to throw his kicks, he just wanted to throw everything with power. So yeah, he used to break his feet yeah. and his shins all the time. All the time. All the time. 
Oof. That's just a man, but that's fearless. Yeah, you know, committed. If I've broken something, I'm a little bit hesitant to throw it 100 percent because yeah. I don't want to go through the whole process again. And you know, ties they weren't making no money. No, they're still not making <laughs> they, no they're money. They're not making any money in tie boxing, but he wasn't doing it for that. He's doing Oof, it because he right loves that. The guy is, is an animal. He's a savage. Look at that. Boom. Boom. That's, the yeah, one. that's the one. Yeah. Look at this I mean, savagery. Look, you just, see, he just just walking him down. With doing it with style and grace. Yeah, he's got an incredible flow. Power in his hands was the difference. Yeah. He he was going over there in a world where the guys were used to just kicking. They focused on kicking so much. Mm-hmm. And their clinch game, but they weren't prepared. Oh, they, that double, double knockdown. knockdown, though. He was long. like the Mike Tyson. He threw like Mike. He chopped he was. It. He sat on everything. He went after He wasn't it. throwing yeah. big, long jabs. He was getting in there and throwing to the body, yeah. to the dome, and putting it on you. Uh, oh, was yeah. that an elbow strike just for fun? Yeah, look at that. How he caught that leg. Uh, <sighs> nastiness. Boom. Did Rowan Decker, did he do any MMA fights? I don't yeah, think so. he got choked one out, I think. Yeah. I think he did one. Ooh, that's nice. But in the ring? Wow. In Thai <laughs> boxing, it's like art. You could put like Beethoven to this and just relax for days. Amazing. The, the only way to describe it is savagery. It looks like a pit bull and a two-year-old, really. Like there's nothing <laughs> that's going to stop what's happening right now. And it's going to end bad. No, for sure. Boom. Nice. So he was your guy. He was your he was your go-to. He was He's- my guy. Like, you know, when you watch him, I mean, it's hard for me, like, and I've always been this way with, with watching um, fighters. It's hard for me to really relate to a fighter if he's not in my weight division. Yeah. You know, but that is just a different... It's like me being motivated by a Chad Mendes. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just not. You're not? I'm, I'm, I'm not motivated by him. Chad gets out there him. and throws the heat, though. Oh, yeah. no, he's a beast. Don't yeah, me. I'm, not, sure. I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, but I'm, I'm not motivated. I don't watch him and go, right, I need to get in the gym. Yeah. But I watch Ramon and I'm like, right, I need to get in the gym. It's, it's just different, you know? It's very different because I can't relate to Chad in any way. He's a wrestler. He's so much smaller. But for some reason, Ramon gets he gets it from me. Just you know? walking him down, throwing power. He's a machine. But as a as a heavyweight, and I, I was uh, fortunate enough to meet this guy. But Ernesto Hoost is my that's, your, that's perfect. Your, that's my guy right there. That's where those leg kicks come that from, is, huh? Man, that is he. He pretty much had one combination. <laughs> it was and it worked. Right? It worked all the time. But he did a poor Bob. Bob, I'll oh, never forget Bob that. Sat, yeah. yeah. He, wow. But you know what? That, that that destroyed me when he lost both of those fights. I was like, how is the guy so technical losing to this guy? But it's just size, isn't it? It made you a little scared, didn't it? You're like, oh, wait a minute. What, about, that- <laughs> what about Badar Hari? You were like Badar, pretty much Badar, Badar, Yeah. Um, so I was training at Mike's That's gym. who you remind me of stylistically sometimes. Like you go out there and you Similar style. style. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see like that. You both go out there and you're throwing nothing but heat. Yeah. When we short. throw, we throw, we commit. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, I was in Mike's gym in, in Holland, Amsterdam, um, helping out Alistair train for, when did I first go out there? It was for Bigfoot. Okay. Um, and Bada was there. So I got to see him. I didn't get to, to work with him. but I, I was probably helping Bigfoot at the time. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so it was, uh, well, you won that one then. Yeah. How, no, how was never. it to train? Because that, that at one time, he was the number one kickboxer in the world. How did you feel going with him? Did that give you a lot of confidence? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that gave me massive confidence. He, um, 
he was still, you know, Alistair, and we're still cool now, but he was uh, he was a lot bigger then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the Overeem that we once knew. What Absolutely. kind of training partner did you did you see Alistair being? Uh, a rough one. A rough one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he has a reputation. There's no secret. Like, he's, yeah. yeah. He, he's doing he, good at Jackson. He trains though. how he fights. Yeah. Aggressive. I mean, that's what some guys need, though. You can't... Everybody yeah. has their own path. You can't really judge it either because you're not the one getting in there. Well, you didn't. I, I did two camps with, with Alistair um, just periodically. And um, you kind of expect to come out of there damaged. Dude, I had no idea. I was going in there like, we had small MMA gloves the first session. Yeah. And he got to work, man. I had no, I didn't remember looking at him like, oh, are we really doing this? And he's like two weeks from a fight, big, huge fight. So you don't want to be the guy. So you're just like kind of working, working, yeah. working. And he was, he, we were in a fight. As far as he was concerned, we were fighting. And I was like, oh, I thought we were, you know. You oh, yeah, f- he, he doesn't hold back. Yeah, he no, that's his style and that's how it works. But Some people are like that. You get people in the gym that just cannot rain their punches in. Our boy Kane used to say that, I mean, I've seen in interviews where he says, I used to fight when I sparred. I don't think he does that anymore. I think he's... No, nah, he's, he's very sensible to when he Yeah, trains. he's definitely he's definitely. We've all seen some fights go down in the black room. Yeah, yeah. They, like it, gets, <laughs> it gets a bit live in the black room. I like when you're new and like nobody lets you know it gets live in the black room and they just put you in there with somebody. Yeah. And you find out real quick. I mean, that's what Alistair did to me with the small gloves, like the MMA style gloves. I couldn't believe I was getting, I was like, oh, okay, you. these are well, heat. What did he have, the, the eight ounce? No, we might have been doing six ounce gloves. He had, he was throwing heat with them too from the clinch, everything. I was like, oh, all right. He we're throws, one thing he throws hard, no matter, like full on, is his knees. Yeah, and his knees in training, oh, wow. which is kind of rude. I would say breaking ribs and stuff, especially as heavyweights. You can get away with it, placing them. But we can't throw a lot in a fight. Does he seen, stick them? That he... He mashes them, dude. He just throws them to the break. Yeah, he throws them. I am glad. I learned, so, I remember the first time we sparred, I was nowhere near as good as I am now. Nowhere near. Yeah, you were learning probably. Yeah, Yeah. I was was still very green, you know, Um, who on on my scene in the UK was somewhat of a deal because I was the up and coming guy. But it was a different level. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It was a lot different level. Um, but I was still able to present problems, which was good. Because you're big athlete, I, Yeah, because yeah. I'm big, you know. And you're game. Um, but getting hit by him, I realized that's what taught me. It was actually getting hit by him that taught me that I can take a shot. Yeah, it was a big confidence. I can legitimately you, yeah. take a shot from a guy who hits as hard as he does. He definitely he hits, hits hard, guy, hard guys. I've seen it and I've actually felt it a few times too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he threw me out yeah. quick. Yeah, he hits very hard. And um, it, was, it was a confidence boost though knowing that I could take a shot from him and the other guys in the gym couldn't. Yeah. Wow. I remember being the only guy that didn't get put to sleep. Yeah, but you got like tongue and blood in you or something, right? Like how dense is your skull? Let's talk I about it. I don't think it's that You dense. seem a bit dense, but I can't really... I think, I think it's just, there's just, uh, there's no sense. And when there's no sense, there's no feeling. There's no, yeah. So I think that's what it is. Zero fear <laughs> too, senseless. right? Senseless, exactly. Senseless. But yeah, senseless. So how did you find yourself training over there? So you were young, just started, and you're next thing you know, you're training in one of the greatest strikers and mixed martial artists in the world. How did you find yourself over there? Was your manager who tricked you into that? (laughs) No, so we got um, kind of the same way that I met DC was over social media. You know, you kind of cross paths and you find each other. You end up being involved in the same circles, and then say, "Hey, I'm I'm getting ready for this fight. Come over and and train." And I went over, and Alistair, if anyone knows him personally, he knows he's very hospitable. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. I mean, he took me around Holland. I had a fun time with he him. He looks after you. Yeah, yeah he, he takes, looks yeah. after you. Is it and hard to train in Holland with all the activities? 
Uh, mm, so gloomy, dude. You I don't, go do you know inside? what? It, yeah, is it unless really? it's summertime. It's, yeah. it's very, like you said, it's very gloomy. Gloom. But well, I'm very focused individual. Like I'm, yeah, I, so I, I find like, focus really easy. Nice. So I don't get distracted or sidetracked. So if I'm going for a purpose, I feel like if I have any sort of um, fun in the process, I'll lose. Yeah. It's almost like a bit of a, a obsessive compulsive you're talking about your yeah. diet today. Yeah, like, you're like, like man, I can't well. wait to get this fight over because I want to I wanna be done with I wanna this. I want to relax. I want to eat ice cream. I want to eat that yeah. stuff. And I feel like if I do, I might get hurt in a fight and be like... But it gives you that mental confidence too, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. Mental toughness. Because you know you did what it took to get I did there. everything. But then you know what? If, any, if, the, if the worst did happen and I did lose, I could deal with it. Yeah. I wouldn't you gave be your like, best. Exactly. I wouldn't be like, Blame oh, the it's because I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Exactly. So as soon as that fight is over, I have a brandy, my traditional brandy nice. on ice. Nice. I might have two. <laughs> I and used if- to do the Irish car bomb. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what I used to do. Yeah, they, uh, one of my buddies nicknamed me the Irish car bomb. Yeah. So after every fight, I was just busy just getting full on Irish car bombs. Dude, just yeah. Guinness just over oh, wow. and over. Full of vitamins. Yeah, full of vitamins. Oh, <laughs> why you grew so big. Yeah, big 250-pound gorilla yeah. just drunk. It was bad. Nice. So I'm, uh, yeah, I, I do that and um, I don't know, maybe we'll see where... Uh, See what time my flight is on Saturday morning, and it'll determine how far I go on Friday night. So you're coming Absolutely. back to California. You're gonna go see your baby. What's going on? Um, I wanted to go see my son after the fight, uh, but I need to coordinate that a little bit better. Yeah. So I'll probably come back and back then, to sunny California. Bring, you're gonna come back to Santa him. Cruz then, right? Come see us. Oh, of course, of course. Absolutely. I'll be back here. We'll have some some fun. Bowling. Uh, we'll go bowling for sure. Bowling. We'll definitely go bowling. But uh, yeah, I want to. I want to bring my son out here, so uh, it's important for me to coordinate that a bit better. You know, so you're you're definitely looking to get established in Northern California. You're out here pioneering a brand new sport. You're out here getting it. You're out here trying to live the American dream, right? And I'm trying. Place for I'm you. trying. I'm trying. It's going well. Do you yeah. know what I mean, it's going this is, well. This is the hardest place in America to make it, man. You know that, right? Well, Cali. I don't know. I've never seen yeah. that. Is it the hardest or is it the easiest? I can't tell. It's one of because the once you've made it in Cali, you've made it. Yeah, you've, you've made, made it everywhere else. Yeah, you've made it yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you're not wasting your time with anything yeah. else. I think if you, you know make what? it here, you made it everywhere for the, sure. The theory on making it, I mean, making it for everyone is different. Right. Absolutely. What's yeah. it look like for you? You know, for you me, define your happiness is what you're saying. For me, I don't know. I, th- I think uh, for me, I'll be happy when I I, I own a, a comfortable home that I could see myself living in till I'm old. Do you yeah. want that to be here in America? I think I want it to American? be in California. You're going to be American? I think I do want it to be We got us American. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Absolutely. All right. We used to be British a long time ago. A long time ago. Well, we got did. over it too. We're we like, it's sunnier. Too, <laughs> sunnier here. What it's about nice Hawaii, man? Have you seen relaxed. Hawaii? I haven't been. No. You need to. I've heard it it's uh, incredible. It's another Bob world. Was there. Yeah, Bob, Bob was there? Sick Bob was just there. Bob got sick in Hawaii. Oh, and he had to hit a six-hour plane tight? Bob Cook got sick, and then six hours of plane ride later. Actually, Bob getting sick helped us out yesterday. We had a great time yesterday because of Bob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have missed out on you. Wanna, yeah. It was a crazy day yesterday. Yesterday a was a one. full day with the paddleboard and the mace and Pete yeah, and the whole experience. Yeah. So it was a trip for sure. Yeah, I need to get involved on some of this uh, this fun. <laughs> When There's so much back. fun to be had, man. Yeah. You just got to come back. Dude, we're going to kill oh, it. I'm, I'm coming back. You School was in session when you returned, my friend. <laughs> oh, for Literally sure. Literally and I am the headmaster. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh no. Yeah, get ready. Get, get ready. ready. Huh? Just get ready to, to to you have to shut off anybody that is not involved. They have to be out. Because there's no distraction from the outside world. When we when we get into party mode, it's it becomes, party mode. It becomes a fucking problem. <laughs> so be ready for a problem. Do you see so Santa Cruz? Like, be ready sweet. for a problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But Santa Cruz carnage. Yeah. That's what we'll Santa call it. Carnage is coming. Senseless aggression. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we're gonna see you again. We're gonna work on you become an American. How are we gonna go about that? He's gonna go out and crush this guy Friday and get a start. I could get started with that, you know. That's yeah. the, the thing is, I think uh, I'm I'm enjoying the the accolade in which you donned me the the pioneer. I appreciate that. I mean, this is exactly what you are. I mean, there's no doubt I, about I it, do man. Genuinely, like, since since uh, Fight Pass um, took on Glory, right? Um, I've been getting a lot more push. I think because the the Fight Pass team from the UFC see the value in me they, they see the potential nice. yeah they understand. i see the potential i'm here telling you that like yeah. you're a great kickboxer Chai. i was really impressed like i walked in the gym I'm like oh there's chai cool it'll be fun to play with him later i got in front of chai and i was like you know what chai can hit me from across the room yeah like chai right here stands up he can kick me in the face and he's at why. least four or five feet away <laughs> i Minimum. don't know why that surprises you dude i just didn't know he brought that foot out i was like oh hey chai maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe smell his toes i was like jeez <laughs> no but i think no you gotta give yourself some credit because you can strike i know it's not, I, I, yeah. it's not like you're completely new to no no kickboxing. i fight like i'm new sometimes novice. when i get out there and just Complete play it but i think i think yeah i think what that is is um you know, like when you ride a bike, sometimes if you haven't ridden it in a while, you kind of forget where, where things are, but right. it's there. It's just a consistency. No, because you throw stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just getting back into it, child. Like I've been acting like it's pickup basketball. I've been showing up once a week. Like, hey guys, how y'all yeah, doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to do this stuff. Um, but no, yeah, once I get back into it, and I, as like those last two, three weeks have gone, I've kind of picked up my training some. Yeah. I'm getting back there. But the paddleboard was calling yesterday. We had fun on it. I couldn't help it. Paddleboard was great. That's a good workout, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a martial art. I faced some fears, dealt with some stuff out there. In <laughs> Joss the fears. Kelp, kelp forest. Did yeah. you see sharks? No, we saw sea we otters. We saw seals and sea otters. But they, and won't, they won't attack you, will they? No, we seals will bite out. you. If oh, you get yeah. too close, they'll snatch you up. Oh, they got <laughs> big teeth and they will bite they're like you. like a squirrel. <laughs> and you see them like almost every time you're in the water. Yeah, like a 400-pound squirrel. Swims way faster than you. They can swim. But this is always my thought, though. What eats the sea lion? All the great whites? The great whites over there in Capitola that I can see at the concrete ship that I could get a group on and go, like, tour the great whites? They're frequent enough to where you can go on group on Santa Cruz and get yourself a great white tour. So yeah. you don't think they're well, out yeah, there? Yeah, they say wherever there's they're seals, out there. there's great whites, right? Yeah. That's what they eat. Snatching them up. They had one right by the, you know, the, the is it Pier 39 or Pier 93 or whatever? whatever the, Down the, south, right? San Fran you're talking about? San Fran. Yeah, oh, the San Fran. Yeah. They had, there's a video of a great white snatching up a seal right oh. there. Oh, let's pull that up. She's coming and getting it. Let's find that. We there need it is. Dun, immediate. Shark attack Dun, seal. Oh, yeah, it's like it's right 2015. by the... 2015. No, no, no. This is last year. It's right by Alcatraz. Look at that. Oh, Look at that. boom. Oh, wow. See that? I was stood right there. That's 10 feet away. And that's why I, I think it's funny. I stood right there and tried to feed the fishes. Did you? I, 
I think about it's how funny. Cool it would be to jump in. Then now, nah, he just leapt out the water there. Look at him. Yeah. What, him what about Pete thought staying on the board was going to save him? That was the funny part. <laughs> if only I, if I just stay on the board, it'd be fine. Well, we it's took, because it's the it's the 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 look at that blood. The sense that you're not technically in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel a little bit safe. No, you're, you're not at all. Main. You're in the world, dude. They're taking the board and half your torso with them. He got up at least four feet in the air. Look at him. One more time. Boom. Are you going to show us some Santa Cruz shark tours? Is that what's coming up next? No, I think we, uh, we'll say Boom, that. Boom, like oh, uh. He's gone. One bite. Cut him in half almost. Yeah. That's Should what we... you're going to do this Friday, it looks Should like, pretty much. Santa Cruz. Is that a man? There? See that one? Ten real sh oh, shark attacks caught on, on camera. It looked like, it looked like it's a torso laying there. We got stuck wow. on sharks yesterday, too. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's just We've had our own to. personal shark week here today, this week. Absolutely. Yeah. I like sharks. I mean, they're, they're, they're beautifully scary. They're, they're, uh, they he was telling us that they're, they've discovered some sort of protein that gets released if a orca whale kills a shark. No, no, no. Just if a shark dies in general. And they've, they've um, replicated the the chemical. Yeah, the shark. And now they, it's like a, the giant syringe. They shoot yeah. in the water and sharks, as soon as it hits the water, they dart. Dude. They're gone. Because they're no longer the top predator. So they're yeah. like, well, yeah. they're, they're like, not I'm the out apex here. predator yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. It's oof. clever. It's very clever. It's almost. That's so that's incredible. Unfair that that happens in nature, you know? Yeah. How can you kill more than one at a time? So I guess if you had like um, some sort of uh, dispensary attached to your suit when you're swimming, that has cool. that chemical. Kind of like, you know, we have the chlorine pills in the pool. Yeah. You need to put it in some have that Gosh, kind of there. They'd stay away, right? Yeah. But oh, then eventually sure. they'll be like, nah, fuck that. It's fake. All right, Start we're going off the rails. Let's go ahead and cut this. <laughs> Chopper. <laughs> Tell us what you want to tell us about this Friday. Tell us what you want to tell us about the future. You're going to get Rico Verhoeven, right? That is the plan. I mean, it's what it's the only thing. Look at that. Look at him darting off. Sorry, I was distracted there. Um, it's the... Uh, it's going to be like a shark attack. It's going to be like a shark attack. It's going to be a mauling. So, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm, I'm going to give this guy my respect. Um, but I mean, he's a heavyweight, man. He's coming out there yeah, going to throw heat. He's got a baby at home. He's got stuff that he's got to fight for. And it's for. also a very big platform and a big opportunity for him. Right. You know, um, he gets to, to derail the hype train if he puts me away. So I'm expecting nothing but a tough fight. Um, but it's only going to go one way and it's going to go my way. And then I want, just just listen to the post-fight speech. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna so say. Tune in to Glory. What, what is it on Spike? What are they? What are they putting so Glory on? So Glory now? 33, New Jersey is uh, available exclusively on UFCFightPass.com. Um, I don't know the the East Coast times. What are the times in on difference? Three hours, right? Go to yeah. UFCFightPass.com, guys. Yeah, you can find it there. We don't want to mess it up for you and confuse you. Yeah, and uh, I, th I believe it's repeated on ESPN three the following awesome. day. So Saturday the tenth. Awesome. So tune in and watch me and my sexy body put hurting yeah. on people. Look at this shark attack. Yeah. Shark attack. The shark attack. <laughs> Chop them up. Chopper, it was great to meet you and have a freaking fantastic day, dude. It was a pleasure. Shots I've had a great lit. time. Yeah, I had a blast, man. I'm excited to see you this Friday, man. I'm excited to be a part of your camp. I'm excited to train with you. I was had a great time seeing you out there on the beach today. Had that mace in your hand. What'd you think of the mace? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to On It. I like that. Oh, um, that mace. It was. Uh, it was a 
different, but you know, it's very functional. Very functional. So, um, operates a lot off of rotation. It's going to give you that striking power. And I, I like the dynamic of it and, and the feel that it was like you were striking. Yeah. Yeah, I well, like that's, that. That's what you're like doing. That. So I would very much like to do that again, guys. Did you feel a bit savage? I felt like, um, I don't know, I felt like Jason Momoa. <laughs> I just, I, I felt yeah. like a fucking beast. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck yeah. Right, they well, do. Thank you, Chopper. Let's Thanks, Chopper. Thank you, sirs.